down with the This shit real ominous and shit. It's a little darker this time. But the night feel right. And now it's really trained. But the light's so bright. But it sounds so good. I was scared tonight. But I don't like this night. She said you get it. I don't know what to say. It's all good though. All the time, baby girl. Because somebody you love. Is a vibe. I'm really trying to go slow. She told me not alright. Is it what they say? A vibe? Is that what they say? It's a vibe. I don't know what they say. Bay Area. It's a slapper. To admit, so I will confess there's no truth in the name, nigga. I'm King Kong to these snow whites. These eyes can adjust really good in the low lights. I've been around them my whole life. Thank Jesus, a nigga never turned to a low life. Still fucking holding drugs in the ground, Still feeling like I'm pocket when I'm rolling. Money is the motive. Gotta tell them what the motive is. Hoping I can stay alive in the moment. I wish y'all could see my face right now. It's just, just, yeah. It is the nastiest oh, look like, on my face. I feel like we needed something to like start it off right. Woo. Started off good with a, mm. on a good on a good note on a good note. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, as usual, you know my voice, you know who I am, and you hear another voice in the background who seems to be back as usual. This is the Down with the King podcast. Oh uh, yeah, and I am your host, Will K, the King, alongside the returning champion. C Wade is back in the building. What's up, sir? Daddy's back and he's got a lot to talk about. Uh, it's been a minute, been a minute since the uh, tag team has been together, but we, um, you know, Heart Foundation is back. Let's go. Now, New Age Deli Boys, though? <laughs> Gotta get the tables. Okay, get the table. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, it's oh. episode uh, 27. 2027? 20, 27 of the podcast. Um, you know, knocking on on the de- door to 30, mm. you know, mm. another milestone age and shit, you know. We, we a grown-ass uh, team right now. Shit, yeah, you know. We, we, we at we, that point, we just, we trying to figure out life. We, right. we, we just about to get out of college. Exactly. Figure out what the hell we gonna do with all these student loans. <laughs> like, how exactly. am I gonna pay all this shit off? Exactly. Alright, but like you said, episode uh, 27, the podcast, uh, got a few things to touch on, a few things to rant on in my case, because... Before we get started, let me, let me shout out, uh, let me shout out Casey for holding it down in my absence. Yeah, shout, shout out, so Fletty, shout, shout out to Taki been holding it down in my absence. Everybody that's been holding it down, I want to thank y'all. Shout out to my sisters for, you know, coming through and, you know, laying, laying it down for the podcast. Straight Giving up. Giving their, their, their very in-depth points of view on so many different topics and, you know, just, you know, shutting it down and doing well as all as they always do. Giving it the, the, the feminine touch. Right. Shout out to Casey and, 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 and Hendrix and the 2AM podcast. Squat. Um, you know, squat. Squat. So, um. Bye. So let's 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 get started. Um, 
So, well, first of all, what's been up with you? Uh, no, just trying to, just trying to maintain, just mentally and financially. Just, just, yeah, yeah. That's that's literally the name of the game right now. It's just trying to find a balance between uh, uh, not going crazy and just keeping it all together. Yeah, that's um. I think everybody should take your time out to at least try to find some stability in their life, no matter how small. Very true. No matter what the scale is, if you got that that one hour of peace. Embrace it all because it may not come back. It's very true. Very true. Um, it's funny because on my at work we had a, um we had a, we have a, we do a, we do a quarterly directors meeting every every month and, or every few months or whatever. And at the end of the meeting they played the TED talk and the TED talk was talking about work life balance. Mm. Um, and how people try to. They say, you know, they they, they kind of separate work from their life, mm-hmm. and then they say, well, how do I balance my life, which is all of these these things that encompass my life, mm-hmm. and like you, so you you compare it to like you got a life, you got a life, and it's like he compared it to like having a, a ball that's full of all these individual balls, and that's your life. Mm-hmm. You pull out work because you're like, I need to balance work with life. But life is all these these all these different balls. I pull it out one. Use no way to balance those two things. So what and then what you do is that eventually you can't balance work in those things and you start pulling out things out of this other the big bucket so you start pulling out then relationship then family all these other things you're trying to balance and then eventually you everything falls apart mm-hmm. people too much try to pull work out of their balance when the reality is work is a part of your life work is not separate from your life because no, the reality it's, is it's, working allows you to do the other things in your life that yeah. you want to do you want to you go you want to eat you got to right so <laughs> you, you, live, you got to work separate work from life because work is technically a part of your life now if you don't want to work that's a whole nother question right <laughs> but if you need to work to to support your life you, then it's not separate from your life no, it is it is top priority right. at this and point. so once you have all the realize that all those things are part of one larger um picture then it's a lot easier to balance all of those things together mm. um and so yeah, you're right. Everybody wants to. We want to. You always. It's always good to try to fit, find that that space of maintaining and just kind of just being. Um, because any given day, things could pull you in a different direction. And you just don't know what the outcome is going to be. What's the next thing on the plate? And it's always something. It seems like um, today was. So this week, so my uh, when I got back and I knew my my car, the oil had been leaking in my car for um, about two months. Mm. Um, I went to get my oil changed a couple months ago, and they were like, "Yeah, everything down here um, is like all this stuff is covered in oil, and it's a leak somewhere. We can't tell where it is." So I've been putting it off because I'm like, I don't, I'm, I'm about to go on vacation. I'm about to pay the money for this shit right now. Um, I'll deal when I get back. So I just been getting my car topped off, mm-hmm. you know, for the uh, every few weeks. But every couple weeks, the oil drains again. I have to get it topped off. Oil, you know, oil light pop on the engine light pops on. I got to get it topped off again. So finally, I go, okay, I'm gonna go get get shit fixed. I go to the place they refer my um my old change place refers me to. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, yeah. So what it is is the the housing for your oil filter is where the link is. They're like, it's mm. because of the labor and how hard it is to get to. This shit's gonna cost like six seven six fifty seven hundred or whatever. Uh. 
So uh, like, he's like, yeah, because I guess the way to get to it, you had to take like the top of the engine off. So yeah, they had yeah. to replace the gas kicks or some shit. Is, is the thing about Dodges that uh, that mate? Make stuff that's so simple so frustratingly well, hard. Yes, I don't know what this particular thing is because of where it is and what it is. I guess it's located there. So, whatever the case may be, they're like, yeah. So he, but he was like, yeah, we need to do this on an appointment thing. Appointment thing because I need to get this into in, in in the morning to get it done. And I'm like, it's only it's only noon. Why can't you do it now? You're on the coast till seven. But he was like, mm, we need an appointment. I'm like, yeah, I guess. Uh, so I came home and I I called around and finally Bell Tire. This is not an advertisement for Bell Tire. But they were like, yo, we can do it from around 600. No I'm like, cool. Um, and I'll get, I can get it done that day. So I dropped it off. Got an Uber back to my house. An Uber back to the freaking. The funny thing is, <laughs> I got home after the Uber dropped me off. Mm-hmm. I sat on my couch watching TV. Power in the complex goes out. Oh, man. So now I'm sitting here like, oh, there's no power. That's great. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck it. So I took a nap. I woke up. The guy called me. He's like, yo, your car's ready. Cool. As I hung up the phone with him, the power pops back on. <laughs> what the fuck? Divine intervention. Really, nigga? This is really <laughs> random as shit, but okay. Your car's ready. Blue. All right. So that happened. But no, so I called my dad that day just to tell him about, just to vent about how much I hate cars. (laughs) um, He didn't answer because he never answers. Um, Mm. But whatever the case may be. So this morning, I was asleep and I had this crazy dream. And I woke up in tears, worried about my dad. So I call him. Of course, he doesn't answer because he never answers. Of course. He calls me back like an hour later. I'm like, and the first thing I say is, are you okay, sir? And he goes, and in my head, I'm thinking, he better say, if he says anything other than I'm good, we about to fight. Oh, man. So I'm like, are you okay? Well, I was like, so, well, first of all, are you okay? He's like, well, you know, I, um, you know, I'm, I'm making it, you know, I'm dealing with some stuff, you know, I just had, I'm, I just had the CT scan. Like, what the fuck you mean? You just had a CT scan. The fuck? You talking about, you know, he had he had some stuff with some um his carotid they're checking his carotid arteries and I'm like um sir what the hell are you talking about um and he's talking about how he was having headaches or something and he he finally got a doctor to get him a CT scan because he wanted to know what it was he's waiting to get results and oh wow um like that wasn't what I needed to hear uh no um. And, and so, and you know, since we talk about, because I, I talked to my, I, and another thing is, uh, I talked to him, and I'm like, you know, I tell him what's going on with me and whatever, and then I tell like, though, like, you need to, like, let let us know what's going on, don't we? Because he has a habit of not telling people shit. Um, he does this all the time. This is not new. Um, and so, not knowing what was going on in him, he's telling me this, and I'm like, dude, why the f- you just telling me this now? Um, you need to keep us in the loop, sir. And so, you go up the phone with him, and I call him. I immediately call him. Well, I wait because I know my sister's probably asleep. So I call her. Her phone's fucking off. Oh, so, great. Because her family, she went out last night and didn't charge her phone when she got back in the morning. So her phone was dead. So you had one job. Finally, get a hold of her, and I tell her, and she, I'm like, has Dad been keeping you in a loop about what's going on with him? She's like, 
yawn. She's annoyed, so she like, I'm about to walk over to they live in the same complex. I'm about to walk over there now. He got me fucked up. I'm about to walk over there right now. Because he don't tell shit. And that's the thing. And we talked about it. My dad, like, and especially around this time, Mother's Day is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And every time around Mother's Day, because Mother's Day is always difficult for us, you know, my mom passed. And so for us, it's always difficult. But she even said, she said, are always around Mother's Day she starts to like worry about my dad and rightfully so and just in general like if you lost a parent there's always that innate fear of losing the other one yeah yeah so absolutely it's just there and so when she said that i was like it's crazy because this is the first time i've ever felt it but it that hit when it hit me because i literally like i said and the dream was I think I can't remember it was me or her me and her sitting on the couch going through my dad's paperwork and I guess he had just passed away or something uh, and so I woke up in tears like what the fuck no I can't like no we're not about to sit here nah nah bro that is not what we're finna do today so that shit scared the hell out of me um and it just was like and like me and my sister saw my like I was like, he need to retire. Like, I need him to be stress free. And I guess he 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 he's at the age where he can retire. And he's just he's just waiting for some things to fall through first before he does it. So hopefully it happens soon. Man, he's he's doing it by the book. But I need him. I need him to not know. Because my dad has done nothing but work nonstop for all my life. And. It's funny because me and my sister were talking about like my dad doesn't know anything else but work. Like she said, she asked him one time like, if you could retire, like what would you do? Do you even know? Because he doesn't care about traveling. He doesn't care about like he doesn't. But he's never taken a moment to even think about what he would do. Because he he's never. I told. I said my sister, my dad has never since he's been working since he's been an adult. Everything he's ever done has been about other people. Mm. My mom, they had me in, he was 19 when they had me, 1920 when he had me. Mm-hmm. So from that point on, it was about his family. Then my brother, then my sister, in that process, my grandmother and my grandpa, when they, you know, my grandma, and then once my grandma passed away, looking out for my grandfather, my aunt, who is, you know, my dad's technically her legal guardian, mm-hmm. if something ever happens to my grandfather. Um, then my my nephew because then my mom and dad pretty much net raised him. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom when she was sick. Um, my uncle Eddie, like he's always been worried about somebody else. He's never had. He's, the he's oppor- never put himself first. He's never had the opportunity to. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know anything else other than put looking there for everybody else. So I don't even know. Like we were talking about it. Like I have when he does retire, he don't do himself. He's not gonna know what the fuck to do with himself because he's not gonna have any idea what to do. I can guarantee you, the first few weeks he's gonna get up ready to go to work at night. Yeah, and not have to go anywhere, and he's not gonna be able to sleep because he don't know what the fuck to do, and because this is gonna be so weird for him. He don't even take days off now. That dude, my I can guarantee you, my dad has hundreds of hours of PTO built up that he's never taken. He can just take a vacation tonight. Like guarantee, <laughs> he's ne- he has so much time built up that he probably has never taken. Because mm. even when he's sick, he very rarely takes time off. Yeah, he's just I, I, he doesn't know anything else. I can relate to that. So it's like 
when he does retire, he got to figure out what he. It's gonna be his first opportunity in fifty some odd years to figure out to just what breathe, he, like to breathe and figure out what he wants to do with his life. Yeah, because I don't think he gonna he gonna know at first. He gonna he gonna it's gonna it's gonna be rough for him at first. He's gonna be like you know when you hear about athletes when they retire not knowing like, what the like, fuck to do. Yeah, like what do you do now? Right, what do you do now? I got all these championships. Right, it's like when they, they that meme of Kobe when he um when he, after he retired and it was like Kobe looking at his kids like so what y'all like to do. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys into the uh, frozen? Except, except in my case, my dad knows his kid, so right. that's never been an issue. Because as much as he worked, he was always there for us. So that's right. never been. So he's he's not gonna worry about y'all at all. No, like he's still saying he does. That's the thing. He's still, to this day, he still worries about us. I mean, that's, but not in the not in the sense of like you know health issues or anything. But no, he still he checks on us and all that stuff. Okay. He knows I have my my stuff going on, and he knows about it, and he, he asks me about all the time we talk about it today and that's the thing and, it was, and it's kind of like the thing like we're all facing milestone ages my sister's gonna be 30 next year mm-hmm. i'm gonna be 40 in three years i'm gonna be 35 next month my dad's gonna be 60 in two three years we're all facing milestone ages mm-hmm. so you kind of look at you start you start facing your own mortality at some point like Looking at the changes you need, like where you are health wise, mm-hmm. and like the shit with my dad scared the hell out of me. Um, and not just, and, and for him, and for <laughs> me, of course, because it's like, no, like I already lost my mom. I'm not right. This you, you ain't going nowhere yet, sir. Yeah, you, no, you're you're. I would, no. I would, I would <laughs> like yeah, that. I would, I would hate to see. That's the scariest thing I, in my world right now. So yeah, you you kind of you start thinking about these things, and you also think something like, okay, what. Where am I at health wise? And you know, and we've talked about this before. Like I, I know there are things I need to do and the things I'm trying to do to get to where I want to get. And it's it's a work in progress. It's it's a it's a constant challenge. Like today, I fucking was cleaning out my fucking the back of my car, and I don't I tweaked something in my fucking back, and I don't know what the fuck I did. Yeah, shit hurt like hell. Like I was like, what the fuck did I just do? Pinch nerve. Like it's, it hurt like hell though, and so. It can happen to anybody, but still, it's just one of those things. Like you, you start really realizing. Like for example, when I was in Coachella, um, to my dumbass, um, the, the last night, the last night, I um, no, not that. It's something else. So no, I was still last, thinking about it. right. The last night, um. <laughs> so the, I told you about the shuttle. So the shuttle. I'm a, so the first I realized apparently that the shuttle drops off to more than one stop. Okay. The first time I got on the shuttle to leave Coachella, they dropped off at my stop first. Mm-hmm. So my assumption was they would always do that because I fell asleep, woke up, they were at my stop. You have this weird habit of waking up and ending up in. So whatever the case may be, got on the bus. Heading back to the, I'm like, I'm, I'm assuming it's gonna be our first stop. So I wake up where our first stop. I jump off not paying attention to where the fuck we are. Well, of course, you just woke up. Oh wait, this is not the right place. So then I, I just happen to Google my hotel. I'm like, oh, we 13 minutes away. This is clearly not my hotel, or not near my hotel. And he's like, no. And the, and the problem is the bus drivers don't speak English. Oh no. So it's, I'm like, I, my Spanish is rusty, so I don't know what you're saying, sir. All they doing is showing me a list of their stops, and I'm like, nigga, just don't. I don't know the addresses. I know. So, I know I'm supposed to be here, not right, here. So this is not it. So then the people on the bus are like, no, it's the next stop. Okay, I'm thinking, okay, it's the next stop. 
it wasn't the next time. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it was. But the next I wasn't time. paying attention as usual, and so I got off in the next spot because that's what they told me. Realize, no, I'm nowhere. I'm still two miles away from my hotel. This is clearly not where I'm supposed to be. Now I could have gotten an Uber, but I was like, you know what? Go hoof it. This is my fault. This is my punishment. So I have to. I walked two fucking miles in the fucking dead of night in Palm Springs, California, to a hotel. And do you understand how fucking bad my feet hurt? <laughs> um, oh, I can relate. Do you understand? I can like, relate. I took my shoes off, and as soon as my feet touch hard ground, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, jump right on the bed, like or on a couch actually at first because I slept on the sleeper on the and, couch, and I was like, nah. In the couch. This shit is hurting. Too bad. I won't be moving from this spot for a while. So yeah, like even just having to do that, I mean I can do it usually. It's not a problem. But, you know, I just wanna be at a point where I can do what the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really it. Like I think that's I think that's uh the goal in anybody's like I just wanna be at a, just wanna know, be wanna, able to you know, fucking I just, live. I wanna you know what I wanna be able to do a backwards whoop again. Honestly, that, that would be great. I that would be the best thing in the world. If I could do that shit again, I would be great. I just wanna do a backwards flip. Like, you understand, nigga, we used to have, like, flipping contests in middle school. Oh, no, school. I, no, I'm, I'm I from miss, that era. I miss that shit. Yeah. Like, that shit to me was, like, carefree as hell. Hell yeah. Like, nigga, just be able I, to run and do a front, like, a, 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 a no-hand front with flip. That would be amazing. Like, yeah, that would be fucking amazing. Like, um, it's some kid, it's some cat on Instagram, he's a Tumblr, he, uh, and he's Domitric or some shit. He's from here, Michigan, but he... I don't feel like I've seen it before. He, no, you. He the dude is ridiculous. Like he does. No, I probably seen him on like uh, Instagram underneath somebody else. Could thing. be, yeah, because he's fucking ridiculous though. Under, like, under dude is some kind of hashtag that I follow, and I follow many hashtags. So it could, we know. No, I create them. I create hashtags, but I follow more. What? See, I'm mad because he can just do it from the floor. He does it with no problem. No problem at all. I'm like mad. he just did that. Sh- yeah, he does the thing about flipping from the floor. He he started doing that shit. Now he's teaching people how to do this shit. Like, but he has a really really low center of gravity. He's like shorter, but still, right? And he's strong as hell. If you see, he fucking like yeah, I, I, shit. yeah. I seen. So I've he seen has a lot of power physical. in his legs and shit. But that's just ridiculous. It's, like, it's, I, mean, like, I don't want me to do shit like that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do one. Let me do a fucking a no hand <laughs> once, motherfucker. I'll be happy. See, you want to be physical. I'm just trying to sit my ass down. No, I want to be. I want to actually I've been, be do. Nigga, I've been up. You know, for I, so you know long. how much it's frustrating. You know all this fucking like grass behind me, nigga. You know how much fun that would be just to be running around doing backwards flips for no reason. I don't care. I if I could do a backwards flip again, I would do that shit at the most random ass times. I would do you at work walking and just like if I, <laughs> if, I, if I start running, I might pass out and die because be, my like, ass is asthmatic. Like I just want to be like. Nigga, be at work and just be randomly doing backwards clips and shit. Just, I wouldn't be known for that shit. They'd be hosting meetings and be like, this is for no reason. Oh, Carl, like, oh, doing the, the, he's the backflipping director, Ken. Oh, he's, oh, shit, he's at it again. <laughs> Move the table, guys. He's at it again. Just for what? No reason. Just because. 
That's, that, that is, that's gonna be your thing. Just cause it's gonna be your thing around I, the office. Just randomly doing backwards whips. Hey kid, do that thing. That was like. amazing. Just for no fucking reason, I would do that. Do I that. would totally fucking do that. Do that thing. Be like, okay. If I can get to that point, that would be the most amazing thing ever. Like, just to just fuck. Just cause. Why not? That's so, amazing, yeah. Ken. Here's a promotion. I, I, I don't need. I, don't, I just want to be a, just be the random guy, just randomly doing backwards flips. Like, that's <laughs> Kenny. Just doing backwards flips. Just doing backwards flips. I'm not trying to be the parkour nigga. I just want to do. <laughs> I, want to do <laughs> I don't need to go that far. I just need to be nah, a backwards flips. You ain't jumping no ledges. You just trying to. No, nah, not doing all that shit. You ain't trying to do no barrels neither. Just one flip. Just, just one flip. That's all you need, huh? Just, just it. I just want to be the. Me and you make conversation. Just make me a conversation. Just just fucking no hand. No hand. So as I was saying about Bob, you know, ah, <laughs> uh, he's doing that no hand thing again. It's brilliant. So yeah, I as I said, you you get to a point and you get to a certain age, you start facing <laughs> your mortality and you start looking at things and you're like, okay, where am I at? You know, you want to be healthier. You want to be in a better um, a space like. You know, we we're pretty early on in this podcast journey, and there's a lot of things I still want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And you know, with this, and you know, the two AM podcast has been going on for a while now, and we're you know we kind of we're about to set up some things that are coming down the pipeline. And shout out to y'all, by the way. And you know, this whole this whole uh, future potential conglomerate that we're trying to create, so to speak. It's, it's just the thing about us. We always create an empire. So it's always something, and I, I just want to be able to do this shit and be in a position where it's like I'm around to see the fruits of my labor. So you know, I, I and I need that. my dad to be around for that shit too. So I need both of us to get our shit together. You better not go nowhere. Right, like Mister Sir, you're not. I, I don't no. even know you that well, but you better not go nowhere. Like he, no. So, um, yeah. That was an interesting part of my day. Um, was uh, it wasn't the start of the day I wanted, but um, I'm sure my sister is um, giving berated him a little bit if he wasn't asleep when she got there. Because <laughs> um, she was like, "Oh no, y'all got me fucked up. I'm getting dressed right now. I'm walking over there." <laughs> yeah, that's your sister. She was not playing. She's not, so, she's not here for like, your games, right? Because he just don't tell people shit, and and that's just, just you know he comes from a generation that. I'm a, y'all not gonna see what I'm going through because I'm. Yeah, I, I have to be, be strong. Birdie. I have to be strong for y'all. Yeah. I have to be the one to show. You know, I'm the. You know, I'm the father. I'm the face. And, and it's like that's what he shows. That's all he's been. So, you don't see. He doesn't show when he's going through stuff or when he's in pain and shit like that. He doesn't talk to him, talk about it. So if you don't ask, he gonna say shit. Yeah, I that and that I can kind of relate to him. Well, not at least the whole pain thing, but you know, like. For me, I guess it's always been installed in me. It's like since you are a man, you have to be the breadwinner. And that's and that and that's and uh, that's a whole nother thing. And I, I know it's it. a, like it's a whole nother level to it. But me in my position, because I because I'm working super part time, and it's hard to live up to that standard when I'm only working like twenty seven hours a day. A week. Yeah, a week. See, I'm tired. But, <laughs> goddamn 27 hour weeks. And I get it. Like, it's one of those things, like. Like, I could go from 27 now look at, like, fucking 20 next week. Yeah. And, I, and I've been there before. And I was younger when it happened. But I, when I got my first full time job, like, 
I was ecstatic because she's like, okay, well, now, but then you get to a point, like, yeah, and I totally get it. Like, you, you're kind of like, okay, I need to look for that, like, a comfort level. Uh, exactly. I want to be comfortable. Like, it's the same thing, like, um, I was in sales for so long. Right. The one re- the reason, the main reason I stopped being in sales is because I wanted a consistent income. Yeah. And sales, like, part of like, my, my pay was based on commission. And so if I had a rough month. See, I know that's hard. Like, it, it depends on what level you're at. Like, if you're my brothers who will do what they do, their, their, their consistent income is pretty high. So it's not as bad. But back when we were early on in our sales career, like, it was... Yeah, you know, you have a good month. You might make a whole bunch this month, but then you might have a sucky month the next month. It's like it's not the same. See, that's, that's why I could so, never work on being uh, a, on commission. In the you know, in a place like that. So it was like coming back to like you know, leaving is like okay. I want to. I, I know I want to be a leader. Leader leadership is what I do. Training and developing people is what I do. Clearly, I can do that and have a consistent salary I would much rather get that shit and I could still get bonuses on top of that but I'd rather have that consistent knowing how much my money is mm-hmm. every month so I know what I got a bank on I know in our, I know what you know I account for every month so it's a little easier um, to account for on a, on, a, on a monthly or weekly basis or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. so yeah that, that part time grind is rough is and it, it's also annoying that you're still part time at that job and they haven't tried to make you full time. Um, like that, that. I, I'm not about to rant on this shit. I'm just not. I'm just not. Just no. Nigga ready to go. Right. And you're married, so you got, you know, you got other shit to God worry about. Damn it. I'm not. <laughs> I hate you so much right now. <laughs> uh, Seaway makes. Family decisions. No, I don't. Household decisions. No, I don't. He's married. The only the only decision I make is how much gas do I put in the tank? And so not much, just you, you marry, nigga. And how much food do I get everybody? Married decisions, nigga. <laughs> nah, nah. The only decision I make is how much time do I have to sit out in the car before I start to hear some dumb shit? Married nigga shit. I do that at work too. So well, yeah, that's that's life. But um, so no free plugs, right? So I guess I'll get into yeah, because we do we do have to get on this list. I know you have a list. All right, I know you have a list. That was that was the icebreaker conversation, by the way. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been so, a while since uh since the show has has. Heard my voice. Right. And I just, like I said, it was just a lot. Like, this morning was, just kind of it it fucked with me. So, I had to talk about it. Well, of course. Here. It was, it's a um, lot going on. Right. It's a lot going on. So, <sighs> fucking humans. Goddamn humans. Fucking humans. Fucking humans. Fucking dexterity. So, here's the thing. Fuck you, by the way, for that. <laughs> Fuck you, by the way, for that. Also, I realized after the fact the right word was prosperity. Uh, Actually, I don't remember if it was the right word at this point. But whatever the case may be. <laughs> I'm not high right now. I don't pay him no attention. So Pay me all the attention. It's been a couple episodes away. <laughs> so, here's the thing. Um, I really... I hate having to unfriend people for stupidity. Nah, what? 
I do. But I take no actually you know what I really do take pleasure in it if I have to if it like if you're just that stupid then I I have no problem unfriending you. And so what I've seen people say, and, I've, and this is more and this is gonna lead into something else, but but I figure I'll touch on this first. So I have every right to because I've heard people say you shouldn't unfriend people if they say some shit you don't agree with because you know everybody should has a right to their opinion. You're right. And that is truly yeah, true. Yeah. Everyone is entitled to their opinion. But however, if I also I'm also entitled to choose to uh choose what I want to associate with. I'm also entitled to choose what I want to see on my fucking timeline as well. So if you post some problematic shit and I yes buzzword problematic fuck you, um or some shit that I feel like is insistent or just outright fucking stupid, I have every fucking right to get you off like, to get you out the paint. Yeah. Um. Take it back. And the thing is, because my thing is this, I could waste my energy trying to converse with you about it, and then you say some stupid shit and annoy me even more, and then now I'm annoyed more than I was already. Or I could just take the initiative to say, you know what? I'd just rather you not be in my force, in my sight at all. So one, because at that point you're just better off anyway. Right. So some dude that I was friends with, and I met him through other means or whatever. He posted some shit. So he's one of those people that believes that you know, and I think he believes in the gay agenda. Really. Right. This, this is what we doing right now So really He nigga. posted a meme That said It was like You know how he had these memes Like it, It'll like have a caption Or have a person And then somebody else And So basically The the meme implied That gay people Are trying to make Everybody else gay Or Like they're trying to make Everybody else um, wait, Homosexual Wait yes. Pause So you mean to tell me That He thinks South, That South Park episode Is real Apparently yes Nigga and the, and, the, and the reason being, his thought process is he's getting, he's annoyed. Um, I've seen him post things before about, um, you know, for example, you'll hear interviews about people saying, hey, I think the world is gay, ready for a gay superhero or a gay character. And he's like, why are you guys doing this? Well, why not? This is because it's this 2019. Is, it's Get the same it, conversation that people had when Black Panther came out. I think the world is good, but ready for a black superhero. And we've yeah. had we've had plenty. It's the same thing. Representation matters. Yep. Just as much as you want to see a black person on the screen, I'm sure a gay person wants to see somebody who is like them on the fucking screen. Cause guess what? Every everybody deserves to have somebody on the screen that represents them. Of course. I want to see somebody that identifies with me. I don't want to see somebody like and then cause it's too many times in history. You've had gay gay people either played by heterosexual people, or you've had gay people forced forced to pretend they, that they, they're heterosexual. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's part of the joke, like on um, How I Met Your Mother. That was part of the joke that um, that um, Doogie Howser played a a, 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 like played a, a straight a, guy, a straight guy who was like a, a like basically like a, a man whore. Matter of like, fact, that was part of the joke. Fact, this this almost every other role that Doogie Howser's played. That's but that's and it's part of the joke. It's and he's in on the joke, which is part of the reason he does it. Uh, but we all know he's gay. Right. That's and so the world knows he's, he's gay. in. He's in on the joke there. Yeah. So I get that. Right. But there are other situations where if you didn't know these people were gay. I'm 
sure most people. I mean, he was he was always a quirky character, but a lot of people didn't know Sheldon was gay from um, Big Bang Theory. I could tell he was. I mean, you could you if you really paid attention, you probably could. Yeah. But the character didn't like women anyway because it was just he was a nerd, but right, it was different. Right. Right. But so like it, that role just kind of fit him. It did because he didn't like women anyway. But I mean, he's married now in the show, right. To a woman. So I mean, but that's the thing. He's still a, yeah, he's, he's a gay he, man. At the end of the day, he's, he's still married a gay to a man man in real life like right. he has to be something he's not in real life because that's what the show dictates or whatever the role is mm-hmm. it makes it and I get sometimes we do this we think it's like okay we're gonna play this role you're gonna play a straight character but at the same time wouldn't it, I would love for those people to also have the opportunity to play themselves because if I'm a if I'm a gay person, why can't I play a gay person? Right. Why can't you just be yourself? Why can't I just be myself? But it's unfortunate that the roles for those for those those roles are not they're very few and far between. Mm-hmm. So they don't they're not given much choice. It's the same thing when we complain about um, situations where Hollywood whitewashes situations. So you have characters that are supposed to be ethnic are played by white people. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Why are we choosing these white people to play somebody who should be Asian or who should be um, of Samoan descent or whatever the race may be? We've chosen white people to play these roles plenty of times. So it's the same thing. Why are we choosing people who don't fit that actual identity to play these roles? Why don't we choose somebody who's meant for that role? Mm-hmm. But it also had, it also goes to the fact that we have to open those opportunities up for people. So, but he has a thing. He's and he's posted many a time about his issue about him feeling like they're pushing the gay thing too much. So I just, I had done friend him because it's like we were friends for. Um, interest within like music and wrestling that was really the only reason we were cool mm-hmm. other than that very basic term it was like it's not it's not worth my sanity to have to go back and forth with you and then he also he also and he's gonna lead to this next topic because but he's because he was one of the people that was like on the <laughs> men are stupid oh going back to what episode was this um Men seem to be at this point. What I've what I'm learning is, men have a problem with this um this era. Men have a problem with the Me Too era. They have a problem with women empowerment. They have a, a problem with women being prominent in society. So they have problem with women being breadwinners and successful. They have a lot of men have a problem with it because they feel like it's a threat to them. So apparently we're still stuck in like the 1950s. Yeah, because apparently where we where men and women got to sleep in separate beds. Yeah, even um, if you're married. I I feel like because what I'm learning now is every time something happens, men instead they they're starting to make it about them. Mm. And so now it's always this question of, oh, well, what if a man said that? Or if a man did that? Because what they're trying to do is they're saying that we, and I get what they're trying to say to some extent. Right. They're trying to say, hey, if all things are equal, why can't our day treat the same certain way? Right. Which like, I get. Why, why don't we have but, this privilege? Or why can't we have this right. sort of freedom of speech? Right. They're getting, I, I get what they're trying to do. But the problem is they don't know what they're doing it wrong. Because they'll try to draw false equivalencies to prove their point. Mm. For example, when the whole Cardi B drugging men shit came up, 
and they started con- comparing that to Bill Cosby. Yeah. It's not I, I, the same. I, no. No. Not the same. No. One involved rape, one involved getting over on a nigga. Right. Cardi, shit. Cardi finessed niggas. She finessed niggas. That it's, shit has been happening in strip clubs for, for years. Years. For, nigga, forever. Nigga, the song, like I said before, the song Mona Lisa is literally about this entire situation. Mm-hmm. And it was ran by uh, niggas. And that's you know, a lot of situations where it is. Right. So, as the song says, new. as the song says, it's levels to this shit. It's not a new thing. So, with that being said, they shout me email by the way they they keep going through this whole process of oh shit what if a man did that or what if a man did that if a man said that he'd be dragged and if a man did this blah 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 if a man did that blah blah blah, 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 blah. and I, if it was accurate but I feel like y'all sound like whiny like y'all sound whiny as hell this sound way. like a snowflake y'all, y'all sound a little like little y'all uh, uh, y'all need to like put your pants up cause it's like y'all acting like little like punks right now because all y'all doing now is complaining all y'all doing is bitching about instead of the fact that women women have gone centuries and they just took all the bullshit mm-hmm. that men that this male dominated society gave them and it's still going on and still going on still to this day still going on and women were largely silent they just took it because that was what it what it was. That yeah, was what it was. They didn't they they didn't push back. They pushed back a few times in history to get little rights, and even then they weren't treated as fucking equals. Right. They still fight to get equal fucking pay for the same work. They're still not treated as equals at all on a lot of levels. And, and so, but yet women have largely been silent until recent history about all the all the fucking in, like uh, inequalities that they have to face on a daily basis. And it's always the silent ones. And that now that they get, and now that they get a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a, like a little bit a of real estate bit. to say, look, we here, right? Here come the men. No man, nope. but what about if I? No motherfucker, no. Y'all want to whine because y'all feel like y'all losing y'all spot. You can't on one hand say y'all support y'all women, y'all love y'all women. But on the other hand, no, nah, but they can't, We when they start getting the actual rights that you're supposed to have, all of a sudden now it's it's a problem. Y'all want to bitch and complain. You can't have both sides of the coin. They set the example for what you do. Exactly. They didn't complain, they didn't bitch. And y'all, what shit y'all should be doing is applauding when women are getting the right. recognition and the opportunities they deserve. But instead, y'all bitching when shit don't go y'all way. Yeah, if you support your woman that much, you should be front and center cheering her on like, yo, let's get this bag. But no, no. Instead, it's always a double because uh, they want to point out the double standard. Now they're complaining like they're the they're the minority. We're the safe spaces for males now. We're this motherfucker. If you don't get out my goddamn face, the world is your safe space, bitch. And that's in the world's like, not even safe. The world is literally your safe space as a man. We're not gonna get into big black men versus. Um, I am speaking just, just as a man. Man, man in general. This is a male-dominated world. Mm-hmm. It has been since the beginning of time. Women are just starting to get some semblance of a, of a of a smidgen of space in this world to say, "Hey, we here, and you motherfuckers can't take it. You motherfuckers are complaining." 
that, oh shit, they getting some, like, they taking our spots. They ain't even close. But you niggas can't even take a little bit of just giving up a little for the women. They, they bust their ass to get that little bit. And you still, motherfuckers were just enough. You motherfuckers didn't have to work for it. Right. Half of y'all said you were half of y'all was just giving Y'all to were born into a male dominated world, so it was already given to y'all. Silver spoon. As a man, you were already because even if you're if even if you break it down to the races and the African and black people, men are still the dominant. And they're still giving they're they're still treated as the dominant, as the leader. Mm-hmm. So the women has to work twice, three times as hard to get fucking a quarter of what they get. That's just the reality of it. Black women are treated, they're they're fucking most underappreciated fucking population in the world. Bar nine. That's just the reality of it. Yeah. And women in every race are treated as secondary. In every race. So even if we just break it down to the individual race, it's the same thing. As a man, when you are born as a fucking man, you have the advantage, regardless of what overarching um, systematic things may um, you know exist in the world as far as um, racism and oppression, shit like that. As the man, though, you still have the advantage right. over the women. Whether you, you want it or not, born with that advantage. Whether you want it or not. So, and it's like people get mad when you say black men are the white men are the white men of the black race. They are, and they don't like their spots being taken. And so now they complain every time women get any little smidgen of thing. Oh well, what about us? Or why is there no safe space for the men? Nigga, the world is your safe space. You want to shut the fuck up? Stop acting like a little punk. Y'all been getting everything y'all fucking way for years. Y'all y'all talk about women any old fucking type of way. Mm-hmm. They're they're this, they're that. Y'all talk about y'all chalk them like they're fucking comp- like they're fucking trophies. Like they're trophies. Oh shit, I gotta knock that down. Like nigga, what the fuck? It's so much more than just pieces of meat, y'all. Now that women own their sexuality or they own who they are, y'all niggas can't take that shit. They they're confident in who they are and they not sitting here waiting for y'all to give them shit. Y'all niggas don't like it. And y'all have a problem with it. When women are honest or open or they speak about their insecurities, it's always the first thing to say, oh, shit, let me understand what she's saying and why she feels that way. No, it's, but what if a man has said that? No, nigga, it's not about you. It's not. Stop making this about you. Mm-hmm. Let that woman be open and honest about who she is and what she deals with because you don't deal with the same shit. Who knows? Maybe she has a bright idea. Or just they have different challenges. They have different stresses. They have different, just different shit. Right. They got a whole nother. They have to birth children. They have to take care of those children on top of taking care of your dumb ass. Hey. Because when you out doing whatever the fuck you doing, guess who at home taking care of shit? Her. Mm-hmm. Even if she not a stay-at-home mom, she still got to make sure her kids are good. Yes, she still got to make sure the house is Those kids good. are priority to her, yep. probably before they are to you in most cases. Because they, she fucking birthed those children. Mm-hmm. So you never going to love those children as much as she does. So at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the kids are going to be priority over you. It's just reality. It's just, it's just, and some men don't like that either. Yeah. So, and I, I bring this up because this Aisha Curry shit. 
Yeah, I've been I've been watching closely on the timeline. So about this shit. For people who actually didn't watch the fucking show, which is what I'm seeing is mostly people who commented about the shit. This took they one part took out of clip, context. They took a clip out of context. Didn't watch the fucking show. Yeah, the whole show was about her, her anxieties and insecurities, and just and dealing with being an NBA wife and stuff, and just the things she go through. Right. It wasn't about her marriage. Or none of that shit. It's, they asked her questions about, you know, when you you're a woman who sees all these women throwing your themselves at your husband on a fucking daily basis. Yeah, daily basis. And he, I'm just, I'm, I'm. Mind you, she's <laughs> been with this man before any of y'all niggas who the fuck he was. Right. Like, I'm just amazed how he can keep focus and without all this other shit going on in the stands. Like that's that that man. Like focused. they don't people like she's been with him forever since the since what they've been in like high school. Like yeah, they've been together for a long time. And yeah. I might be that may be, but it's it's been a while. They've been together like since they were kids. That's basically ride or die material. So Fuck with that being said, she about. was she was with him before all the fame, all the you know great before like all star all the all star player. Like y'all niggas didn't know that, but uh, and even if you did. Y'all clearly are dismissing that and not understanding. She's been with him from the beginning, so she was with him when y'all didn't know who the fuck he was. Right. So it's a different. Like it's and even if she wasn't, when you watch the person you're with get all this fucking attention, that shit's not easy because then you become invisible. Yeah. Even if you know you're not invisible to him, you are invisible you start to everyone to feel else. Feel that way. Yeah. Because if you're in a space where y'all out together, and no matter how much attention or how much attention she gets for her cooking show and shit like that, she will never get the kind of attention her husband gets. Yeah. She just won't. It's fucking possible. It's, it's he's a levels. fucking, he's a two-time fucking NBA um, MVP, a three-time champion. You're n- she's never going to get the attention that he gets. It's just not going to happen. Nah. So, with that being said, when she knows that all these women she has to see, all these thirsty-ass women in his fucking grill, like all the time and even not just in his grill like she can't go anywhere with him without seeing all these thirsty women all on mm-hmm. like in his face or trying to get like and you see that uh, even if you don't see it like you know it's there well that's well that's the case with any famous person doesn't that's nec- the thing right it and, doesn't necessarily have to be oh I'm a ball and, player and right and so Any, anybody that's in that that realm of fame you can't do shit right and so my thing is people don't understand like they feel like and I guess they want you to be they don't want you to be human She's fucking human. So when she says, yo, like, and honestly, it bothered me. It, it kind of affected me and, like, gave some insecurity because he's getting all this attention and he gets all this attention all the time and I see all these women all over him, but I don't get any attention. And her her issue wasn't, first of all, humans want attention. It's how we're programmed. We're just, and, and, it just is what it and is. so the first thing I saw people saying was, oh, but you got a husband. Why do you want attention from anybody else? But you, first of all, if that's the case, when you chicks leave your house, when you marry and you get dolled up to go out, when you ain't going nowhere with your husband, what are you going out? What are you getting dolled up for? And I'm not saying every woman does that. Every sometimes women just do it for themselves, not, and I get that. But every woman wants to know that they're like they're, they're still like desirable, right? 
Not just that's, like that's the main even reason. if you only know that you only the only the only man that's gonna ever even get to get it is your husband. Mm-hmm. It's still good to like feel every once in a while. Oh shit! Like I still like got like it. you are still allowed to feel on you also feel yourself. Right? It's no different shit. There was an episode of Martin when he took off his fucking ring was like because he wanted to see if I still got it. Mm-hmm. Why are men allowed to do that shit? Because men do this shit all the time. I know dudes that who are married, but will go out with they boys that aren't married or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they, or even if they go with their friends that are married, and they trying to see. Look, every once in a while, they might want to see. Like, yo, I wonder if I still got it. Matter of fact, in the reporting of this this episode, somebody's taking a ring finger off right now. Like, like it's just it's not an uncommon thing, but for some reason, because a woman said it, all of a sudden she all she's doing is bearing her insecurities on the show, and the show was about it was about insecurities and different things like that. And just this and that's the crazy part. That's and crazy. even and Jada agreed. Where Jada's like, yeah, I've been there. It's it's not uncommon. It's not uncommon. It's not an uncommon thing because you get to a point where you're living in the shadow of somebody who shadow who casts that large shadow. You start to feel insignificant a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's easy to feel that way. And then you also also get a factor in the fact she's a woman who is bare who's birthed three children. Right. So not only is she a woman who's getting older. Who's birthed three children? So she's been so down she's, this road three different she's times. She's birthed these children. Her body is changing. It's not the same as it was when she was younger. Right. So she may feel some insecurity <laughs> with that and not feel like she looks the same. You also have to factor in the fact that her husband is on the fucking. He's gone. 42 games out the fucking season. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's there with her every night. So there may be days that she needs to hear she beautiful and he not there to tell her. And that doesn't mean she out there. And, and somehow, and this is how niggas draw, and this is like we, the draw, the false equivalency thing I talked about earlier. Niggas will do this shit where now they draw a false equivalency because this is how they think. Because in their head, they heard her in their head when she said, you know, it'd be cool to get a, you know, get a compliment every once in a while, get a, you know, somebody to hit on me just to make me feel good. Like every once in a while, I'd be like, yeah, you know, just, it would be cool just to get you here. Yeah, it's no, not though everybody, <laughs> like everybody like wants to get attention and not just from, not just from Male. the people that they're with. Like at the end of the day, it's cool to be like, hey, yo, all right, I'm cool. I still got it. Like. You take a compliment. It's a fucking compliment. What the fuck? Run with it. Like, and so when you don't get any compliments, you start to question, like, okay, am I? Because you also have to look at the fact that, yeah, they're married. He's got three kids with her. So at some point, even if it's not, if it, even if irrational, um, anxiety and insecurity is irrational to some extent. Mm-hmm. So there may be a point where you feel like, yeah, he's going to compliment me because I'm his wife. Like, other people like have a job. These other people don't have any reason to compliment me. So if they do it, yeah, it might feel a little better in the moment. That doesn't mean I'm about to go out there and risk it all. Right. But that's what the dude started started seeing. Instead of it wasn't, oh, she she talking about she won't compliment them. All these niggas, all they heard in their heads, oh, she trying to go fuck somebody else. First that's off. What, I don't know how y'all jumped. Because that's exactly what that, I was hearing. That is one mostly, hell of a jump. Mostly from niggas, because niggas, the first thing I saw niggas saying was, well, what if a man had said that shit? If Steph had said that shit, he'd be getting dragged and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Because as always, you niggas always want to make it about y'all. This ain't about y'all, nigga. Nah. This ain't about you. But for whatever reason, you niggas want to make it about y'all. 
first of all. Second of all, y'all really just projecting the bullshit and the dirty the, the, um, the thoughts y'all niggas have because she ain't said shit about and she ain't even making no no even aspersions towards her actually cheating on her husband. Somehow though, that's what y'all niggas gather from that because when y'all niggas get because and it's, I actually I actually said had somebody some dude say something about but if if. If uh, or if Steph had said that, and you know he would he would be a dirty cheater. I said no, he'll be a dirty cheater if he acted on it. Right, is the a act of actually engaging with the person who's flirting with you. That's that's cheating. when that's you cheating. If you just get a compliment, that's not cheating. It's not cheating. That's taking the compliment. It's taking the compliment. Yeah, look, or you know you're getting taking the compliment. Somebody flirts with you. All right, they flirted with me. Right, or they 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 was in my mentions or whatever. But I ain't gotta. Like when I respond to it, that's when you get to the point where you start. Okay, now you're like you you're putting your foot in the water. Right. It's just like even with Kevin Hart, the shit when he did, when he cheated, he cheated. He cheated. He actually cheated. Like he actually went that in. girl probably started somebody who was in his DM. Mm-hmm. Once he started engaging her, it was over. That was the cheating. It was. It was over. That's when you became a cheater. Mm-hmm. Um. So it, there's a steps to that. Just getting a compliment or getting attention from another, the opposite sex, does not make you a cheater. What makes you a cheater is when you start engaging the shit. Because you can, it could be one, completely one-sided. People are going to give you compliments. People are going to, because my thing is this, if you fuckers, and that's another thing. For all these people who claim that this is wrong, they don't, they don't need attention from anybody else. They don't need likes from anybody else. Why the fuck are you on social media? Exactly. Because... I can see Facebook because it's a communication tool, mostly with, like, but well, any Instagram, social, any social media is a man. You niggas on Instagram cannot sit here and come about y'all don't want y'all that she's wrong because I know plenty of married motherfuckers on Instagram posting pictures. Mm-hmm. Are you posting pictures for yourself? Because if you just if you just taking pictures for yourself, why are you posting them? Exactly, you're posting them for likes. From other fucking people. Not the person you're in a relationship with. Not the person you're married to. From other For the whole world. fucking people. So if you live in an age where you're doing that on a daily basis, how can you then go to Aisha Curry and criticize her for saying, yeah, you know, sometimes it did, it did kind of open an insecurity and a little insecurity in me, you know, seeing him get all this attention from women and I'm not getting any from men. I don't get any from men. And then the thing came up like, oh, but men respect marriage. Bull fucking shit. Yeah, right, nigga. Bull first off, fucking shit. First off, marriage has never been respected. Ever. Yeah, it's been respected like the first week it went down. But after that whole honeymoon shit, nah. Marriage is trash. There is always scumbags there's out no, here. There's always somebody out here plotting to get your shit. Your shit. That want what you get. It's just and is mad about it. And it's not. It's not going like they. They waiting in the wings. Right. They it's literally a, waiting. They it's waiting ex, in the bushes. Like I it's wonder an how ex I right now waiting up. to see the first time they post them post a picture without they they husband or significant other, <laughs> and they trying to see oh shit. Um, all right, it's been like a week. It's and been like, she ain't posted nothing with him. She go. only posted like the picture she posted. Look like she on her new shit. She might be single. Uh, might as well need to slide in this DM. Like that's what niggas is thinking, and women do it too. It's not. It's not exclusive to men. Right, it's, it's, but, not, it's not a one way street. But now men trying to make it seem like oh, because it's like I feel like men are just taking any opportunity to bash women now. Well, it's like they're well, taking. They've been doing. That. But it's like it's really blatant now. Like 
Because now it's, it's like, oh shit. What do you mean? Like, now it's like, yeah, but social media has made it worse. Yeah. Social media has made it worse because now it's like y'all yeah. just trying to take shots at women for the take. Like, with the with this shit, they're like, oh, see, now he's just showing that women don't respect, uh, men respect marriage more than women, which is why we ain't, we ain't hitting on, Nigga, we ain't hitting on her. Man, shut the fuck women up. Women hate marriages, especially if it's not with them. But no, but I'm saying, but the men are trying to make it seem like they respect marriage more than women, which is why they're not hitting on Aisha, but women are hitting on Steph. That's bullshit. That's, bullshit. That's, bullshit. That's just y'all way of trying to take shots at women and say women don't respect shit. I'm sorry, like, I feel like men at this point are trying to find any way to take shots at women. And it's like they can't, they feel like they can't do it in this Me Too era as much as they used to. So they're trying to find new ways to do it. Mm. And it's like, why do y'all hate women so much? Y'all niggas on one post to be like, yo, I support my women, I support my woman, blah, blah, blah. But then the same, the same, the first time some shit happened, y'all want to say, oh, see, see, if a man done that, blah, 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 see, women don't respect shit, blah, blah, blah. Like, look, who hurt y'all niggas, dog? Show me on this dog where they hurt you. Like, who fucking hurt you, niggas, dog? Y'all niggas are taking so much time out y'all fucking day to bash women, to attack women in every way possible. That anytime some shit happen where a woman is implicated in anything, here come you niggas, the first ones to come out here at the woodwork. Because I feel like y'all trying to get women back for all the so-called times y'all was accused of some shit or y'all did some dirty shit and now y'all trying to get them back. But the reality is y'all niggas been getting away with shit for years and the women started getting some semblance of opportunity and now all of a sudden y'all want to try to take that a little bit back y'all niggas been getting away with murder for years dog literally figuratively and I think it's crazy is the people who've been saying this shit are usually the ones that ain't got shit going for them yeah or they the ones that been done the most dirt they've done the most dirt like y'all niggas have done the most dirt and y'all hurt y'all sick y'all sick about it like you niggas have done the most dirt, like seriously. But y'all be the first ones to um, hop on that bandwagon. Like, oh man. Yeah. See what these women doing? See these women out here drugging people. See if a dude had done that, blah blah blah. See, see and y'all got on Bill Cosby, nigga. That ain't even fucking the same. Fuck the shut the fuck up, nigga. This this here is like. We're like, in the, we're in the age of anybody can get dragged, whether whether you just breathing too hard or what. Anybody can get dragged. That's that's just where we are in this era, and that's fine. But just don't get like, dragged up for dumb shit. Like yeah, just stop. Stop it, fam. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Direct your energy to something productive. People are just stupid. So such is life. That's true. But um, y'all niggas need to chill, dog. Y'all niggas need to chill. Chill the fuck out, man. Y'all looking real dumb right now. So. Don't do that shit. I have a question. Shoot. Why do so many people hate logic? Uh, you know what? This is it's something that I've always kind of asked myself. And I'll probably never get a definitive answer out of it. I mean, because the kid is a talented rapper. Like, he's one of my favorite rappers. Like, he's one of my top 15. And the fact that he gets all this backlash because of where his upbringing and where he comes from, what he raps about, and how he raps. 
it just is. It makes my head hurt just thinking about it. Because here you have like a you have a guy that can fucking buzz a freestyle while doing two Rubik's cubes, my G. Well, and, and that's, and that's I can a, do that. Well, it's more of a novelty. But my thing is this. I mean, my, it's a novelty, but I wish I could do it. The vitriol that I had, the people have for logic. So here's the thing: the it started with the race shit, right? And so this is my thing. So um, Charlamagne gave him the donkey day the other day. Um, and the reason he gave him Donkey Day, so there's a song on his new album called Clickbait. And oh, he makes yeah. a reference to Charlemagne. Um, I guess Charlemagne says some shit. He says Charlemagne, you know, makes you know, makes a living off the controversy, which I mean, he does. It's true. Um it's but, very true. Um look at who he came up under. And then he made a joke. Um and he made and, and it's funny because I've heard people just latch onto that one line because he's like, I'm a and he just says some outlandish shit, because the whole song is called Clickbait. So he's like, people are gonna latch on to one thing and not even hear the rest of what I said. Hey, so work. He said something about <laughs> I um just to prove it I would suck your dick or something shit like that, but it was and he said and people are gonna hear that line and listen to, and ignore ninety nine percent of what I said exactly right after that, but people cut it off which happened the quote right after he's like y'all just prove my point because that's exactly the point point of the song is y'all will pull out one thing and not pay attention to any of the other shit I've said. But you just gonna focus the, on this one and that's the thing. For example, dumbass, I got you in my whip. And the song of and the song was and honestly he's right because one of the narratives I've heard about people that can't stand him is they say he talks too much about his race. Which if you've actually listened to his music, he doesn't. No. Nah, he doesn't. There may he be does a, not that there much. may be in his entire catalog, and I've been listening to Logic since like twenty. See, we both been listening to him since oh, he like was double a freshman. Selfish, yeah. Right. So I've been listening to Logic for a while. Mm-hmm. Since mixtapes. Mm-hmm. He since, is since referenced his Dr. race on his albums maybe on seven or eight songs. Right. And he's had five albums now. But every album those has are the people one song. They though. only pull that one song and make it seem like he talks about it all of the time. Mm-hmm. And that's bullshit. Second of all, people say they don't understand the whole white black thing. And this is the thing that people don't seem to understand. And and I'll just leave it as simple as this. When Logic says nigga on an album, you niggas make it news. Right. That's his point. He is a black man based on the definition that y'all have given for years, the drop in the bucket thing. If your father is black, you are considered a black man. Mm -hmm. So by that definition, he is black. But because he doesn't look black, you niggas don't want to accept him as that and that was his the whole point he's been trying to get across to you people is I because I am a black man I was born I was raised in a black household I just don't look like I don't look black so on one hand white people didn't accept me because once they found out I was part black they like fuck you and the black people didn't accept me because I didn't look like them Right. So I'm in this limbo of being raised one way as a black man, but the black people don't want to accept me or treat me like that to the point where if I say the word nigga, y'all all look at me sideways. His first episode, his first interview on the Breakfast Club that came up, and Charlamagne asked him, "Do you say nigga on the album?" And he was like, I, "I understand. I had to be careful because people look at me 
and they see a white guy. Uh-huh. I'm a black man. And he's been saying that for years, but somehow, because y'all are gonna say you present he presents himself as a white guy. On where that he's ever first presented off, himself? How do you first of all, how do you, how present, you present yourself, yourself as a white, as a white man? How do you he do said, this? Because he, he said I don't understand the white black struggle. He said you present your largely present yourself as a white man. First of whereas Jacob presents himself as a black man. And then my question becomes: At what point did Logic present himself as a white man? Second of all, what exactly are you referring to? Because I think that to my, to me that implies that black men are only one way no. that if you are you can only act a certain way so if you don't act like somebody like J. Cole and you're half white or half black then you or even Drake for that matter all of a sudden you don't you don't present yourself like I don't understand how you can present yourself as a white man because at no point in Logic's life in his career since I've been following him has he said I'm a white guy right he's he's referenced that he's mixed but for the most part, he's like, I was raised as a black man by my black ass father. And then he's, on top of that, like, of course you're not gonna understand the whole white black struggle. It's not your thing. You're not. But my thing. You don't. You don't have that, that right. problem. And the, and the thing is, it's different for him. You can't compare him like you, to somebody like J. Cole. In his shoes. Right. And you also can't compare him to somebody like J. Cole because J. Cole looks like a black guy. Exactly. He doesn't. So his challenges are different because of just the perception that you're giving right now that you see him as a white guy. Only because he think, looks that way. Because he's never once said, I'm a white guy. I think that's what he was trying to allude to, that uh, you present yourself as a white guy because you, you look, look white. like a white that's, guy. He can't help that, though. Right, that's genetics. That's genetics. He can't do he shit can, about that. He came out like this. It he can't, can't he do can a do. damn thing about that. You can blaff his That man's to, name is but. Sir Robert Hall II. They ain't a black ass name. I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't know what the fuck it is. Like, but that's the thing. They they make these comments about him. So that once that is like, now nah, they've referenced, they only pull out this one the, the the one thing about him and they say, oh, logic's logic's um corny because he mentions his race, which he don't mention that much. No. Now, but the fact that it's and the thing is y'all proving this point by the fact that every time he says the word nigga, it's news. Like, I heard Joe Biden say, can he say that? Nigga, yes. Yes. He's a black He's fucking a, man. Come on, nigga. Come on. Like, y'all can't be this dumb. I don't care if y'all joking or not. Y'all y'all making this, y'all sound stupid. And this is why it bothers me, because it's like, and I know I have mixed people in my family. Um, so do I. And it's like, y'all can't be just stupid. It's not the same for him. And the fact that y'all don't understand that. Uh-huh. Like y'all can't It's fucking It's not that hard It's not rocket science No Y'all it's not can't even kindergarten. Y'all, It's not even kindergarten Cause y'all are literally Projecting y'all own biases Against him And then can't see Why he has a problem with it So like And, and everybody's Totally overlooking The fact that he's A dope ass rapper They don't But the Cause they Their thing is He I think everybody Is too much Is They're being they're Too much of visual They're learners. nitpicking him Way differently than any, and also I think people hate the fact that he's so positive. Right, that, you, that bothers a lot of people. Like you, even though he talks are, about his anxiety and all these other things, and he's very vulnerable and he's very honest and open about who he is. That's refreshing. People, you would think so, 
But like, why, people, would, like, why would you hate on are, somebody who's this that self aware? This, this society is too jaded. Um, his fan base is a lot. His fan base is very, very multicultural, and they view that as oh, because he's white, and it's like he's not he's white. Not first of white. all, he's a black man. He's a black. He's like yeah. by the rule, if your father is black, you're black. Is what y'all have always said. Trip drop. So y'all can't make this shit different. For him, because y'all have a problem with logic. So what y'all telling me? Because y'all mad at him because he can pass for white? That's not his fault. Genetics. He never wanted that. Genetics, bro. He was raised as a black man. Mm-hmm. Like, he, as far as he knows, he's a nigga. But the fact that y'all making news every time he says the word nigga, that's the problem. Every fucking time. If he says the word nigga... And the fact that he has the like it has to be this big thing, that's how he talks in his normal day with his brothers. Mm-hmm. His who, family who are, who are black like us. We're black, all light skin as hell, but black. Mm-hmm. He talks to them like that normally. But when he talk, when he says on the record, y'all make it fucking front page news. So what makes what makes logic driving nigga any different from when Drake says it? Because Drake presents himself as a black man, according to them. Mm. Also, y'all can't complain about a, a a man who's actually half black. Com- I'm saying, nigga, if y'all let Fat Joe say if it's over here, exactly, or DJ Khaled for that matter, and and none of Joe them ain't got black. not a fucking smidgen of black in him, nigga. That is, that is what Puerto Rican, yes, and Khaled is all Arab or Chaldean, yeah. Chaldean, whatever. He he's he he ain't, from over there. He ain't black, nah. None of them. It's been plenty of niggas. Like if you if you hang around people too much, you will start to pick up things. I understand. Fat Joe been saying niggas is ninety three when he came out. Exactly. Dog. So y'all niggas ain't once complained about it. Not once. I heard not one one pop off like oh you dropped in bomb. No. Y'all can't. No, not not once. No. So y'all can't complain about. Y'all can't let him slide. He's not black, and then the person who's actually black. Can't well, but, oh, because no, Joe's Joe's hood, so it's, it's accepted. It does no. So because no, logic is not no, hood enough no. now, it's not okay. Like it, no, like it's so no, sucking. No, but the, y'all keep moving the goalposts, and it's like it's annoying as hell to me. Um, y'all won't actually give the kid a chance because he's actually a talented person. Dope as hell. But y'all don't like him for whatever reason. Um, but it's also this new thing. Um. Like I get yeah, we're in we're in this era now where it's like we're pro black everything where it's like about black people would you know it's and I get it. Like, well, really, we're starting to be pro black everything again. Right. So with that being said, we're dismissing anything that's not all black for some reason. So like, because now there's this newfound vitriol against Eminem over the last couple of years, <sighs> and. It's like people are trying to like now take him from his goat status and shit. Like he like he's not one of the greatest to ever do it. Like it's always criticism from certain people. First off, they don't like the way him raps and all like all these different things. And it's like first off, we we've said this plenty of times on the show. People are scared of evolution. People fear evolution. I've been a fan of Eminem since the fucking Rockers years when he did Sound Bombing Two. Like, at that point, he was rapping out of his nose, but he was still dope. Now, like, I've listened to him evolve from, like, rapping kind of offbeat, but still making sense. And then going into more aggressive, like, I'm going to talk my throat now. 
but then he's going back like what he did with uh what you call it relapse where he pretty much went back into slim shady mode and then went back into more sort of aggressive but still slim mode on like revival and recovery and all that but kamikaze is more like i'm going to be so surgically so surgically aware of my words that you are not going to be able to place me in this this bubble i'm going to be the greatest to ever do it and people hate that because i think i really think it's because of the style that he raps now is more technical yeah, but it's because his life is in a different place. I think. Yeah, that too. I think niggas want him to be depressed. Eminem again is like. Yeah, oh, that, and, and people people thrive off of of uh, of M being so drug dependent and fucking angry and yeah, like, hating on Tim every single anymore. time. Like, like he's at a different point in his right, life. He's, 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 he is at a different point in his life where he's like, I don't need to be in front of the camera every fucking time. I, I'm just gonna leave y'all alone. I'm just gonna be at work. I'm trying to live. Haley doing her own thing. Wish in college now. Anywhere that goes, I got all this money. I'm about to be. I'm about to live comfortably. I got a label to run. I got all this shit going on, but y'all want me to be sad as hell and just just sitting around in my own puddle of misery like nobody should go around living like this first off it's the quickest way to an early death is just sitting around being depressed all the time i ain't got time for it i ain't got time for it like i just don't like it, it, it. <laughs> everybody can't be fucking tired of the creator all right Back when, back when he was, you know, back when he was popping off and talking about all this other shit like raping and drugging and all this other shit just to get him on. Like, it's so much more to people than what they put out. It's so much more. Everybody looks at everybody looks at the world as as a, at a surface level. And then it's getting to the point where it's so annoying that I kind of just shut myself off from that. And I have to go in my little bubble. Because in this case, ignorance is bliss. At least to me it is. But hey. Yeah, it's like people... Look, we have this revisionist history now where we want to go back and say, okay, now... We a lot like like M didn't earn his spot in history. Like exactly. he didn't like he didn't pay his dues and bust his ass to get that. And it's like, look, I get if y'all wanna like I'm not saying everything M has done is perfect. I'm not saying that by any stretch of the imagination, but no it's very few even, artists even who had that. a perfect career. Um First off, nobody has a perfect career. I mean, the closest is probably Jay. Yeah. Jay probably closest because even his worst albums are probably better than some people's like best. Yeah. Like and really, the only only bad album he's ever had. Really, I don't even I don't even think it was bad. It was um I think it was probably worse. I guess the lowest for me is probably Volume One. Uh, only because of Sunshine. Honestly. I always thought Kingdom Come was no Kingdom Come. Actually, you know, people just people slept on Kingdom Come. Kingdom Come was way better than people gave it credit for. No, I gave Kingdom Come a chance. Like, I really gave it a chance, and I like Kingdom Come, but not on the level that I like Volume 2. 
Well, no, no, it's not. It's not up there. It's not in my top. It's probably not my top five at all. Right. But it's still not his worst album. His right. Work. It's not his worst. Volume one is probably the lowest on the list for me, probably. Even though there's a lot of songs on there I like. Yeah. It's probably the lowest of the ones on there for me. But like I'm saying, like even Jay Z's career is not. Is nobody's consistent. It's, it's not stellar, but he does have a pretty good career under his belt. Who? Jay. Jay's still, Jay is the most well. Like, I'm talking about like album wise. Album wise, yeah, he has probably some of the best albums ever. He has not, he has four not, or five not, classics in his uh, discography. Well, of course. Reasonable doubt. I got them all. Blueprint. Black album is classic to me. Four four. Black album is a classic to everybody. Four 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 is classic. Oh, of course. Volume two is classic. Mm-hmm. It's five at least. Uh, to me, it's, and American Gangster might be a, a borderline classic. Well, to me, it's more like Volume Two, Blueprint One, uh, Reasonable Doubt. Of course, yeah. Like that's the one that, that yeah. really did it for me. And all people slept on that when it came out. Mm-hmm. It took some people years to catch up on that one. Like what? What did I say? Volume Two, reasonable, Blueprint One, Reasonable, reasonable Doubt, Four Forty Four. And, I'll, and the Black Album, I'll even say Blueprint 3. Yeah, that probably, like I said, it, it's definitely, I have people slept on it, I think. Yeah. Um, but as I said, like, nobody, I don't think nobody has that many classes in their discography. Nobody. Like, nah. Jay has the greatest rap career ever. And even just, like, even to this day, like, he's still doing legendary shit. Yeah. Because, like, I, I was talking about, I talked about last week when I saw him bring out Cam and Jim for that's, the fucking I was like nigga that's legendary. I never thought I would ever see them perform Welcome to New York City right it's like nigga I wish I was mad I wasn't there that's some legendary shit but yeah but no just but we straight this, out we, this we, revisiting of like trying to bash M and it's like look man y'all need to I calm all that down. You need to calm down. Let me. Emma's a legend, and y'all niggas need to stop. Leave this man alone. Y'all are the ones that keep making it a point. Like I heard, I've seen, and like I love Jesus and Mira, but they keep joking about him being whack, and I'm like, y'all niggas need to stop tripping. He don't. Oh, if, sorry. If he ain't for you, he ain't for you. But right. y'all niggas need to quit it. And M has never been everybody's cup of tea. And I get it, but y'all niggas need to stop. Y'all pushing it. I guess it's be, uh, I guess it's because he's not talking about drugs no more. Everybody, we're we're in this musical era that everybody needs to get drugged up. And the I, thing is, that's the thing. I hate this. I hate it. I blame be- Future. I don't even blame Future. I blame I SoundCloud. Not blame Future because he was the one mainstream, the first mainstream dude, really talking about drugs all the time. Well, in this well, era, who, in this era, who, in okay, era. in his era, yeah, in his yeah. era, and so he, and the thing is, he don't even really do that shit. He just put it out there. That's I what just, makes it worse. He's just, just doing this shit as a way to get people attention. I hate this era of music because we got all these people that look like trash and sound just as trash. <sighs> Like, <sighs> fucking, what's his name? Yeah, nigga, I yawned. It's my podcast and do what the fuck I want. Fuck it, we do it live. Anyway, like, anybody that was like Takashi or fucking, uh, was all, was all these new crop of rappers? I sound old. It's a bunch of them. A lot of it's, niggas are wack. They got these fucking tattoos over their face and all kinds of random at, shit. At the risk of me sounding like a crotchety old man, which I am. Which you are. Be, you just have dreads. You're a crotchety old man, too. I'm going to have dreads, too. Oh, so you're 40 now? I ain't got nothing but I'm planning on growing some? 
Anyway. Your dick. Um, but that was part of a deal I, I made. I take that as a compliment from an asshole. I, 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 this is part of a deal I made with my sister, so. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be funny. Anyway. Uh, uh, it's only going to happen if I, yeah, well, I'll tell you about it after the fact. Yeah, so it's just, I hate, I'm not even going to say hate. I'm not even going to say hate. You want to say hate. I, I don't want to say hate. That's, that's pretty strong. It's too strong. I'm going to hold back. It's like, I'm not a fan of everybody from like Sakashi and Juice World because they all sound like, they just, they, they depend too much on, uh, what you call it? Uh, Auto Tone. Oh, yeah. Like, everybody sounds the same. Um, Some people are dope with it, though. Some people do it right. That song I played yeah, earlier. Like, like if that, you, was, um, that was St. John, right. by the way. Oh, cool. You know, you know who he is? I so, think I saw him on uh, Coachella. I don't know if he was at St. Coachella, but St. John, he's uh, um, um, Biggs is managing him. Oh, yeah, he's going to be all right. Yeah, he's he's, he's going to um, be all right. He's, his, that was his project called on Collection One. He dope. And he like he sings, he raps, but he's he's dope. And that like that intro song is my shit. See, I love that's that. that's auto tune done right. This is like there's a way to do it and do it right. It's just that everybody don't do it right. right. It's just like because uh, I I hear this stuff at home now. Oh, cause she listens to it. No, the the child. The does. child. Oh, that's right. The child. The child does. Chris is a stepdaddy. <laughs> I'm not even that. I'm just that other nigga walking around the house. Okay, Ving Rhames, nigga. <laughs> oh no, I ain't walking around this house naked. <laughs> hey, I will cook up yeah, some cheese. Yeah, I will cook up some cheese eggs. Yeah, though. yeah, a conversation about guns and butter. Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah. Guns uh, uh, and butter. <laughs> stupid motherfuckers. Put that nigga in the headlock. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, no! I'm not about to. Nah, I'm not about to put this on record. <laughs> but nah, like I, I think, I think everybody in the apartment would be truly horrified if I just walked around naked, cooking bacon and cheese eggs, and making me a bowl of apple jacks right afterwards. Right. Um. But yeah, just it's just an interesting era, and you know it's gonna be what it is. You know. Yeah. Um, luckily though, I, the one thing I will say is the lucky thing is that there's something for everybody. I mean, we have you know if you want the lyrical shit, there's the lyrical shit out there, such um, as I. Um, shouts to um, and I I just gotta put up on Beast Coast. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I'm looking. I'm, they have, I'm dropping on May 24th, and this is not a plug, but um, Beast Coast. What did you say? It was a pro era. Pro era and, um, and uh, Flatbush, Flatbush Zombies. Zombies. Um, what a collective, though. Uh, who what? else album I just dropped? Same job. Styles P dropped a new album. Styles P dropped a new album. And Shout out to Styles P. Styles Shout been putting in work the last year or so. Yeah, he the dropped. Ghost. This is like his second or third project in the last year. Yeah, he did the project. Uh, yeah. He had two. He had one solo project before, then he also did a project with him and um Currency. Dave East. Oh. And him and Currency did one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like the stuff with uh, him and Currency. Him and Davey's problem was pretty dope, too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. called um, Beloved. Because, you know, David actually means Beloved. Yep. So. Yep. Um, I actually took a liking to Davey's, too. Davey's is a dope rapper. Yeah, he is. Um, I'm going to give this P&B Rock album a chance. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, only because he's associated with um, A Boogie with the hoodie, and I like A Boogie. Um, 
Um, shit, um, Ari Lennox dropped her new album, so I'm gonna check that out too. That's more of an R&B side. <laughs> um, Anderson Pack's new Ventura album is dope. Yes. Um, Khalid's album Free Spirit is dope too. Um, he's more on the mainstream stuff, but his his music is dope to me. So, one thing I can say because it's funny because um, Kali was at Coachella, mm-hmm. and so he announced his tour before, and he's is like an arena tour. Mm-hmm. And so at first when I saw it, I was like, can he fill arenas? And so now, so when he performed at Coachella, I said, oh, yep, he can. Because these <laughs> white folks love him. Oh yeah, they knew every fucking song. Yep. He got. He got. It. All right. He got it. He, he got it. He got the pocket. Um. He got him in the pocket. And we just want to celebrate, you know, greatness. So we want to give shouts out to Rihanna, who, you know, she ain't. She like, yes. Nancy asking her for music. Yes. And she's like, fuck you, buy this, buy this, um, buy this foundation, bitch. Fuck you. Here's some um, lingerie. But uh, apparently, she um she just hit, um did some other legendary shit. So um, yeah, she like some kind of uh, executive VP. Well, no, she um so she's gonna be from so she's gonna be. Become the first woman to create an original brand at LVMH, as well as the first black woman yes. to ever lead a fashion house at the brand. Yes. Um, it's the first new house created at LVMH since Christian Lacroix in 1987. Mm. So it's been what? 32 years? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Since the new house was created there. That's so a, that's a boss she's gonna be though. in so because LVMA is just so you know they house Dior, Givenchy, Fendi, Givenchy, sir. Yeah. Fuck you, <laughs> Givenchy. Bitch, Nigga. I don't care. I was Nigga. <laughs> I don't know. I know. I was thinking. I think I was da, thinking Da Vinci in my head when I said the <laughs> shit. I wouldn't even. I, I didn't see. Wouldn't even listen to myself when I said it until you said something. I'm like, oh shit, sir. yeah. Whatever, Givenchy, sir. <laughs> No Compton Crunchy. That's what Kanye said. That dumb shit. <laughs> he be, he used to be trying to rhyme shit. And like I'm like really that okay. <laughs> no, all right, all right, gay. Yeah. All right, man. You you go ahead. You go ahead now. So that's actually a really, really, really big move that's, for her. That's huge. For but her. you know, it's funny because I mentioned Kanye because that's really what he had been talking about doing. Like we hadn't been getting those opportunities, so the fact that it's actually happening, yeah, that's a that's, big look. That's huge. That's a big look. Huge. Um, also, shouts to Nipsey Hussle's Marathon Clothing. They mm-hmm. apparently made over ten million dollars um, since his passing. I paid eighty four of it, and I still haven't got my shit yet. But. I know that they closed down their brick and mortar store so they can focus on getting the orders out because they're probably I can guarantee they weren't prepared for that type of traffic. Absolutely not. So they're they're in the process and they sent out communication to everybody just saying they're working on the orders. So, you know, but I'm just, you know, I'm happy for them and it's you no know, that's just more money to go to his kids and shit. So, you Yo. know, it's a it's a good look and oh and overall in, in general. So I'm I'm just happy about that. Um I know I know I said this happy on, to contribute as well. Yeah. I I know I've said this on Facebook. I don't know if I said it on the show or not, but um, Nipsey Hussle is kind of the backbone of what Fearless Rebels was built on. Yeah, that's right. I'm plugging my shit. Get over it. Uh, like me and Devin were working on this like since day one. We were playing like the marathon and Victory Lab and uh, Mailbox Money because. Nip, uh, Nip gave us all hustler mentality music, and it made us kind of look at ourselves like, "Yo, we need to push ourselves so we can be up there like Nip." And 
it's just something it's just something about for me in order for me to work i need the proper motivation i need i need music to kind of keep myself centered and then on top of that nipsey hustle is just the epitome of what a hustler should be from literally building shit from the ground up and you know for me when i heard that he passed i'm like yo this this is this is crazy this is crazy to me like all my favorite rappers are dying right now and like it's it's, it's so weird that i can't even listen to i can't even listen to nip with you know the same ears that i had like a year ago Mm -hmm. like this it affected me that much same thing that happened with mac miller no no those are probably the I don't think anything has affected me the way Mac has, um, but Nipsey was definitely came a close second. And yeah, yeah. It was like it hasn't it hasn't stopped me from listening. Right, to it's me. just one of those things where it's just like every time I hear it, it's just it's uh, just like yeah, I, I it's still rough for me. And you know, like I said, because you know I was up on Nipsey for years, so it wasn't nothing new for me. Right, but you know, and I I heard people saying like my thing was. You know, these people saying, well, if you weren't a fan before, don't, don't, like, no, no. We want them to know. Like, yes. the whole point is, like, that's how music is. Music, you don't want to keep music to yourself. No, you I got, don't want to own an artist. Like, I want to share it with the world. So, if I know a dope artist, what I'm probably going to do is tell somebody about it. I've put you on plenty of people. How the hell are you going to get exposure that's, if the world doesn't do. get around? And, I, and if it's good music, why wouldn't I share it? So, even if you were getting up on MC later after he passed, you know what? You know what? Better than late than never is what I yeah, say. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we all need to understand how great he was as an artist and just how aspirational the music he put out was and just all the game he was given in his music mm-hmm. and you're like no this wasn't nothing new like these people are people across the world are mourning this guy for a reason don't, and you, don't and like, just, he wasn't like a main like a, t- a top tier mainstream artist he was really just getting to that level right but just to see the impact he had even from where he was is a crazy thing because I don't even Tupac was a man and weight like worldwide known and yeah. still didn't have like impact as much as Nipsey was across the like country. Right. You having visuals everywhere. Like that was that was crazy. And the thing is, people look to 444 to be like, oh man, this this thing changed my life. No, but, there's plenty other albums. Well, out no, there. yeah, but it's I think it, but if you're not up on it, I can see why. Because if you've been following Jay-Z career and seeing all the things he's accomplished from day one to now, I can see why it's something it's like, okay, now where's Jay and he he constantly evolving. So I can see why if you don't know then yeah if for you that would be like this is the first time you're hearing it and you're hearing it from somebody like Jay mm-hmm. it's different if you've been following somebody like Nipsey he's been talking about that shit for it's years so I get one. but he's still not Jay so I, I get why right but Jay even Jay acknowledges it so it's like you know him and Jay were working on stuff before mm-hmm. you know it happened so that's the thing like so it's one of those things where yeah it just is what it is but you know, I'm glad to be a fan. I'm still am. Matter of fact, I was just playing. Um, what was that one joint? Dedication with him and uh, Kendrick. I love that song. And that's the thing, Kendrick. Even though that song was giving him credit, like, yo, no, y'all need to listen to what the fuck you talking about. Right, right. Like anybody that kind of linked up with Nipsey, 
was guaranteed to be like, yo, y'all need to pay attention to this dude. He's, he's a problem. But not only is he a problem in the booth, he's knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. He's one of them. He's one of them knowledgeable crips. Like he'll drop, he'll drop some game on you. Like, but it's the thing. He's just, he's he's a different dude. He had he looked at the world differently, and so and that's the thing you gotta appreciate about him. So yeah, like like rest in peace to Nip, rest in peace to Mac. Um, I saw the interview with um Q. Yeah, I, I was he, about to watch he, that. Uh, uh, this he morning. broke down a little bit um, when he was talking about Mac, and so I, I get it, it's still affecting people. Mm-hmm. Um, also, something to check out if you haven't the the, the Wu Tang doc um, of Mike's and Men on Showtime debut last night. I think it's a four part series. First episode was pretty dope, just kind of giving you the, the the beginnings. There's a lot of old video this, footage and this stuff. Blueprint of it's pretty dope. Just how it came together, how they all grew up in the same hood, and. Like just how they all came together and how they grew up or some it was some classic footage of uh Jizza and Rizza and ODB um on a video show when they debuted like Genius's old video mm. when he was it was like just oh, hilarious. Man. But it was it was just really dope just to know all the things they were going like um Cause you guard, I know Meth and you guard are best friends, mm-hmm. and they went back. I guess they both worked at the Statue of Liberty at one point when they were kids. Mm-hmm. So they went back to the Statue of Liberty, Liberty or whatever. And the guy, the the owner's son at the time, he still own, he runs it now. And so he went and saw him, and like Meth was like, you know, it's one of the things. Like even after all this shit, even after my career, this is probably the best job I've ever had. Like I I love I like I love this job. And he's and crazy. He's like him and you guys like crazy thing is like we all this time we worked here. We never went actually to the fucking statue. Like we never actually went up <laughs> to the fucking statue. We was always here. Like, like, but like it was just cool just to see like them going back and talking. Um, they talk about how we were really not. You know, we really don't see each other other than like when we're when doing work. We're working, so like it's cool to get together for this or whatever and just going through how to get started and everything like that. And so yeah, it was um. It's important because I didn't know like um, Rizzo got locked up or he beat a case. He was in his mommy in Ohio. Mm-hmm. He got he beat a case because he was about to go to jail. at twenty two. He got he got lucky. Went back to New York and that's when he really started saying I'm gonna do this shit. At one point, I guess Ghostface got shot in the neck. Like so, it was it was a bunch of different stuff happened when he was out there doing dirt and doing stuff. You know, you know, trip particular hood shit. Um, and one last thing. So and this is kind of going back in, in, on my logic rant. So people were mad because he had one of his rant about simple clearance. <laughs> the funny thing about it, he said the same thing that J. Cole said on his fucking album. It was literally the same thing. It's literally the same. But because it was logic, oh no, you gotta pay. Nigga, no, this is the same thing J. Cole said. I wish we had to pay for this shit. Right. I wish we would just let somebody share an idea because it's like, why am I, yo, idea getting out there too? That was literally all he was, it was literally the exact same thing. So, niggas is stupid. Like I, like I said, it's just, it's because it's him. So I'll never um, understand it. Shouts to Wendy's for bringing back the um, spicy uh, nuggets. The spicy nuggets. Shout to Chance. What up, Chano? What up, good Chano? And um, so uh, I don't have any shit else to talk about. Um, I'm done. Um, it's been interesting. Good to have the band back together. Yeah. Um, well, as I said we'll before, there will be a um, retarded um, 
retarded episode. Episode coming because my brothers have all told me they're all going to do episode. Oh, shit. And they told me that when we do the episode, it would not be my podcast. I don't know what the fuck we're going to name it, but. It's not going to be down with the It's King. not going to be the down with King podcast, about, apparently. It's, it's be, about to be the, the fall of Winterfell. I don't know what the fuck it's going to be, but I'm, I'm worried. I am worried. Um, and you all should be too. It'll be fun, but it'll definitely be scary. Yep. So with that being said, I'm I, I, and I also I'm gonna get this disclaimer until this episode happens. I'm not responsible for shit them niggas said. So don't come to me. Don't come to me. Some niggas either. is off. Don't come to me either. So with that being said One more plug though. Go. Uh New Sage album. It's called uh So Far So Good. Dropping May 24th. Cover done by Seaway. Of course. Dope, dope cover, by the way. Thank you, sir. Um, Visual Crack 313. Always. Um, if you ever need your um, any art shit done, he does it. Um, Hit me on the DMs, yo. Right. So with that being said, I don't have shit else um, to talk about. I'm done. We're about an hour and 40 minutes into the shit, so I'm going to go to sleep now. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna get high. That's what I'm gonna do. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna get high. That's what I'm gonna do. No, I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Fucking. So with that being scary. said, I don't know. I got a few edibles right here, so I have no idea what I'm gonna do. Something's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So whatever, the, whatever the case may be, I'm gonna I'm gonna chill now. Um, you guys have a good night. Have a good evening. Night night. Have fun. Um, with that being said, I am Will Kitty King signing off. Alongside C Wade. You know it. And with that being said, signing out, bitches. We out of here.